You're listening to the PMO Strategies Podcast, where PMO leaders become impact drivers. This is episode 241. Well, hey there, Impact Driver. Welcome to the PMO Strategies Podcast. I am your host, Laura Bernard. Today, we're talking about the top complaint that I hear from executives and what it means for you and your PMO, delivery team, strategy function, and your ability to influence and make an impact. Before we dive in, this episode is sponsored by the Impact Engine System. Your executives need you, even if they don't know it. And the way to make sure that you get that seat at the table that you're looking for is to have the right step-by-step process, framework, and support to guide you every step of the way. If you want to solve your executives' top complaints, I got to tell you, the answers are inside the Impact Engine system. And how do I know? Because we built this program, this full end-to-end, step-by-step implementation program and training system to help you learn exactly what to do, in what order, why it matters, how to do it, and give you all the templates and guidance to do so to build the answer to your executives, not just top complaint, but all of their business challenges. Because you know what they're trying to do? They're trying to solve the strategy problem. They're trying to figure out why they can't get their strategy delivered and why they don't have the people by their side to do so. You want to see it at the table, my friend, it's right there with you in the Impact Engine system. And we have students from all over the world that have applied our step-by-step approach and had that chair pulled right out for them to say, come join us here at the table because we need you to help us make the decisions we need to make. So make sure you head over to pmostrategies.com forward slash IES. That's pmostrategies.com forward slash IES and join your peers from all around the world making a much bigger impact in their organizations. Okay, let's dive in. When my company goes in to support a business anywhere from small 12-person nonprofit organizations to large global Fortune 500 companies, we always spend time with the top executives that are asking for our help. Frankly, it's a lot of those top executives that are the ones that call us first, not the PMO leaders, because they know that they need help figuring out how to not just put a PMO in place, but actually elevate their ability to deliver on their strategy with a higher return on investment or whatever their worth it factor is as quickly as possible. And so one of the first things that we do to make sure that we are the right fit and what problems we can solve is we talk to the executives. We say, okay, what are your pain points? What's keeping you up at night? What is not happening that needs to be? What's happening that isn't working well? We ask all the right questions. The same kinds of questions that we ask in stage two of the impact engine system. We have a whole list of questions and a whole assessment process that we take people through. And that includes talking to your executives, just like I teach our impact engine students. Now, what I have heard every single time we've asked these questions is a very simple answer. I don't have the information I need to make decisions. They'll say, I'm not sure what's happening in my organization, but we cannot seem to get our strategy delivered. And everyone's looking at me to make decisions, but they're not giving me the information I need to do so. I don't know what work is happening. 
I don't know where all the time is going. I don't understand why people aren't getting what our strategy is. I don't understand why it's taking so long for things to get accomplished. I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't have the information I need to make the decisions that are being asked of me. I'm repeating that because it is really important because it's the first and easiest thing for you to focus on and fix. Now, okay, I got it. I got it. It's not that easy, but what happens is many PMO people and project people focus so much on execution and they're probably putting energy into projects that shouldn't even be happening in the first place or focusing on templates and resources and methodology and things that are not really going to answer the most painful problem your executives have. They don't even have the information in front of them to help support you and give you the answers that you need so that you can get these projects done. Why would you spend a lot of time trying to perfect projects and process around projects that maybe shouldn't even happen? And all this time there's complaints about not enough resources and not enough funding and not enough and not enough and not enough. When you haven't really given them the information that is in a digestible, usable, decisionable format to actually support you. So if all of the executives that we talk to are saying the same thing, and if you do just a quick search on top executive pain points and the challenges they're experiencing, or you read a lot of the articles that I'm reading about where executives need help and support and where they're frustrated and all of that, you'll see a very different picture than we need templates and process. You'll hear them say what we hear them say, which is, I don't have the information I need to make the decisions being asked of me. So back to whether it's easy or not. Here's what I meant by that. It's not that it's just super easy, just throw the dashboard in front of them and you're all done. However, it is actually pretty darn easy to say, that's where I'm going to fix problems first. Now, if you've been a longtime listener of this podcast, you know that I talk about the three stages of the strategy life cycle, and you're going to actually get to read and hear a lot more about that when the Impact Engine book comes out later this year. So when you look at that full life cycle strategy definition, strategy execution, and strategy realization, that lines up very well with how projects and programs and portfolios are run. However, where most project people focus is on that strategy execution space, planning and delivering projects. But where most of the complaints from PMO and project people are actually is not about the execution space. So why are the PMO people spending so much time focused on fixing that if that's not where their complaints are? Now, last week we talked about the PMO Outlook report from Cyforma, and there's a lot of data in here that is really kind of mind-blowing. And I'm going to share some of that information with you like I did last week and over the next few weeks as far as some of the statistics and what it's telling us. But frankly, every recommendation in here are the kind of recommendations that you've been hearing about from me for years on this podcast and our webinars and, of course, the book that's upcoming that you don't have in your hands yet and I cannot wait to get in your hands. And the challenges are still there. We're still hearing executives say, I don't have the information I need to make these decisions. So PMO people, who are the primary people that fed this PMO Outlook report, 
are saying that resource management is their number one complaint. Number two, challenge, project prioritization. Number three, challenge, visibility and reporting. Number four, challenge, project financial management. If that's the top four complaints that PMO people are having or saying are preventing them from being successful, then why is it that PMO people aren't fixing that? Why aren't you fixing that problem if that's the problem you have, right? If that's what's preventing you from being successful, then fix that. And all of those problems, by the way, visibility and reporting, resource management, project prioritization, project financial management, if those are the top four challenges with 46% of respondents saying resource management was their number one problem, which by the way, it's exactly what happened last year with the PMO Outlook report. The resource management problem was the one that came up at the top of the list. So I'm gonna do another episode on addressing the resource management problem, but I also have done episodes in the past talking about this. So you can go search through all of our episodes and you'll find other episodes about resource management challenges and why that's not actually the root cause, my friend. That's the symptom. So more on that in a bit. Project prioritization, that was problem number two at 29%. Hello, if you're having trouble with projects being prioritized, then maybe you should be doing something to address the challenge of executives saying, I don't have the information I need to make decisions. Now, listen, I'm not telling you to go out and buy technology. That's not the answer here. You can use a whiteboard and a whiteboard marker. You can use an electronic, you know, spreadsheet or Google sheet. You can use a list. A lot of what PMO people end up doing is they spend so much time trying to create complex technology when literally you could just start with a list. And if you want your executives to make decisions and prioritize projects, they need to know what projects are happening. There's more to it, which we'll get into, but that's where you start. A lot of the executives will tell you they don't even have a list of the projects happening in their organization. So if they don't even have a list, how are they supposed to solve for the decisions you need made? Start simple. Keep it simple. Okay. The other front end of the process problem, visibility and reporting. Okay. So PMO people are saying there's a visibility and reporting problem. Executives are saying there's a visibility and reporting problem. Who should be solving for it? Yeah. Who should be solving for it? Think about that. You are the ones that have to solve for it. You're the ones that have the information. And if you don't, that's the it's easy but not so easy part. You got to go get that information. And a piece of that information is project financial management. That was only 8% of the respondents said that that was the problem. But of all of the possible problems, those were the top four. Resource management, project prioritization, visibility and reporting, and project financial management. Every single one of those is a problem you solve before you ever worry about executing projects. It's a problem you solve that will fix the planning problems that you're having. It's a problem you solve in the strategy definition stage, not in strategy execution or the project planning and delivery. You solve that in strategy definition. That's what I mean when I say simple. You've got to know where to focus and you've got to focus on the things that are preventing all of the rest of project planning, delivery, turnover, better ROI on projects, better results, better value, not just benefits, but impact. How can you make sure that the rest of the strategy is delivered well and realizes its benefits in a way that made it worth doing in the first place? You fix these upfront problems. This PMO Outlook report said that only 18% of the respondents 
And by the way, that's actually up 10% from last year, said that they were well aligned from a resource to a strategic priorities perspective. The question was, how well aligned are your resources to the strategic priorities of the business? And in 2022, the answer was 8% very well aligned and 0% perfectly aligned. It went up to a shocking 18% very well aligned and still zero with perfectly aligned. Now, perfectly, I know a lot of you that would respond to this kind of a survey, you're not gonna say anything's perfect, right? Because nothing really is. So not the best wording there, but let's just say on a five point scale, 82% of the respondents said that they were somewhat aligned or not very well aligned or not at all aligned with the strategic business priorities. 82% of respondents to this survey, I have to say it again because this is a real smack in the face, 82% of respondents to this survey said that the resources are not really aligned with the priorities of the business, the strategic priorities of the business. Now, that's a pretty big deal. So if you have a problem where 82% of your people aren't even focused on your strategic priorities, you can't get information to make decisions, but you're being asked to make prioritization decisions, and you can't because you don't have the data, but then when you look at what your people are doing, they're not even aligned to what you care most about, which is your strategy and making sure it's delivered. That's a pretty big problem. And if I were you, I'd be addressing that first because the executives we talk to get pretty darn frustrated when they hear things like, we need more resources, but they can't actually give you more resources because you haven't given them any reason to believe you really need them other than you're not working hard enough. Now, I know, I know, don't get mad at me. I'm just the messenger here. But that's what the executives tell us behind closed doors. They say, what are these people working on? If 82% of them aren't focused on my strategic priorities, what are they doing? And I know some of you are probably thinking, yeah, but we're keeping the lights on. Okay, fine, fine. But that can't account for 82%. And by the way, let's take out the word strategic for a minute. And I bet you that number is still pretty darn close. Are your people, the resources, really focused on the business priorities? How do you know if your executives can't even prioritize for you, because again, that was another really big complaint is that prioritization was a real problem. How do you know that your people are doing the right things? How do you know that it's in alignment with what's actually going to move the needle forward for the organization? And if you don't know, your executives have no clue. Therefore, when you go to them and say, we need more resources, they're thinking, for what? You guys aren't even doing the work I care about in the first place. I mean, 82% of you are off doing other stuff that's really just keeping the lights on. There's no way that 82% of the people doing the work in your organization should be focused on just keeping the lights on. Keeping the lights on for what purpose? If your company is not evolving and adapting and responding to market shifts and needs and challenges of the customers and continuing to grow and scale and do that really important work that helps make sure that a business is sustainable and continuing to be relevant, then that company is not going to be successful long-term. You need more than 18% of the people in the organization thinking about the future. No, scratch that. Thinking about the future and actually doing something to ensure the future of the organization. Now, the answer to this question really illustrates my point. 
When asked the question, what stops your PMO from improving? 30% said no executive support. 30%. 25% said reluctance to give up legacy functions. 24% said reluctance to commit money and energy. And 21% said lack of understanding the need. Okay, what did all of that just tell you? Your executives don't have the information they need to make educated and informed decisions to support you. It's very clear. So the PMO people are complaining. 30% of them, one third, said that they have no executive support. But you know what the rest of those answers actually were saying? That their executives aren't supporting them. They're not willing to move off of legacy functions or systems or processes because they don't understand why it's really a problem. They're not willing to commit money and energy and resources because they don't understand why it's a problem. And they have a lack of understanding of need, which means they don't understand why it's a problem. All of the answers to what stops your PMO from improving is very clearly tied to the executives not backing up the PMO in solving the real pain points. All of those answers will really code for no executive support. So if you want your PMO to be supported by the executives, then you must address their pain points. And that means you must go back to what they're complaining about most, which is why are my strategic priorities getting no focus? Why are you constantly complaining that you need resources? Remember, 46% said that resource management was their number one problem. So why are you complaining that you need more resources when you're not even showing me what would convince me that there's a resource problem, right? And 29% said that they're having trouble getting things prioritized, of course, because they don't have the information in front of them to make those decisions. That's what you should be addressing. You should be addressing that biggest challenge that you really have, which isn't your concerns about not having executive support, whatever. All of that goes away when you solve the root cause, which is that your business leaders don't have what they need to actually support you. I'm going to say that again. Stop complaining about not having executive support when you aren't supporting them. Go support your executives. Solve the problem they actually need solved. Do that first, and then you will create a positive ripple effect of all of the changes that you need support for actually getting supported because your executives will see, oh, I get it now. Okay, this is the work that needs to get done also known as the strategy and the keeping the lights on or keeping the trains running activities. It's both, right? So they need to see it all. They need to see all the work that needs to get done. They know what their strategy is. They need to see that work that needs to get done in order to achieve that strategy and continue to evolve the organization and keep the lights on today. And then they need to know what you need decisions on, what you need prioritization for. Give them the stuff then they will turn around and give you that prioritization if you can show them how, give them the way. And then from there, there's far fewer decisions you actually need them to make because then the rest of it is handled through visibility and reporting. That third complaint, 17%, go give them their list. Give them something to prioritize. Tell them how projects are doing. Tell them where the work, the people, and the money is going. And that will help them say, oh, wait a minute, hold on a you're 
got this much money going to this project and all of these resources? Wait, wait, wait. That's not nearly as important as these other strategic initiatives over here. But the problem is, is that because none of these pieces are coming together, your executives are just sitting there saying, I'm making one-off decisions in isolation, not really understanding the whole picture of what's happening in my organization. Because here's the saddest question that an executive can ask themselves at the end of the day. Instead of asking what got done today, way too many of them are asking what did not happen today. If you want to fix the execution problems, you've got to address the upfront challenges your executives have and help them with the pain point they most likely are experiencing, which is, I don't even have the information I need to make the decisions you keep throwing at me. Just remember, keep it simple and easy. Start with a list. It doesn't have to have 45 different metrics to be valuable. Simple is best. Start with what they don't know, give them the information that they need, and build from there based on the questions that they're asking. But if you're having trouble with no executive support, if you're having trouble with resource management, if you're having trouble with prioritization, if you're having trouble with visibility and reporting and communication and getting those decisions you need from your executives, then you've got to go solve that pain point first. And then you can see the positive ripple effect throughout your organization for all the other things that have been your focus to this point. They will somehow magically start getting better when everyone has a clear laser focus on what matters most and decisions aren't taking forever because people have the information they need to make those decisions quickly so that you can elevate the impact your PMO can support and the entire strategy can get delivered with the highest return on investment much, much faster. Okay, Impact Driver, that's it for this episode. We're going to move on to the next topic I want to talk to you about with the challenges that you might be experiencing, and we'll cover that next week. So for now, if you're looking forward to a solution to help give you this step-by-step on how to address your executive's pain points and the challenges, we cover all of that in stage three. Every one of the core functional things that you should be doing to solve problems, starting with identifying the root cause. So you need to be in the impact engine system. And if you want my coaching support, as well as other coaches and to be with your peers from all over the world, you may want to join our mastermind too, where you get hands-on support and guidance on how to ensure that you are elevating the impact of your PMO or strategy delivery function in your organization. Just go to pmostrategies.com forward slash I-E-S. That's pmostrategies.com forward slash I-E-S for the impact engine system, the answer to the toughest challenges you have in getting all of your problems solved. I can't wait to see you there. Okay, Impact Driver, now's the time to go click subscribe on your favorite podcast player where you're listening to this episode. Make sure you download these episodes so that they are with you no matter where your high impact journey takes you. Bye-bye for now. 